Hello everyone, and welcome to this podcast from Cambridge Health Tech Institute for Immunotherapy Progress and Clinical Treatments, which runs December 5th through the 7th, 2017 in San Diego, California. I'm Caitlin Waters, Associate Conference Producer. We have with us today the keynote speaker from the Targeting the Tumor Microenvironment Conference, Dr. Stephen Carey, the CEO and co-founder of Omniox. Dr. Carey, thank you for joining us today. It's a pleasure. Thanks for having me, Caitlin. Can you please explain a little bit about what Omniox does and what makes you unique compared to other groups who are targeting the tumor microenvironment? So there are many different ways that tumors will suppress the immune system. And in our reading of literature and in our work, we're focused on the fact that hypoxia seems to be a very common feature of solid tumors that is way upstream in the cascade of events that leads to suppression of the immune system. So the low oxygen environment in a tumor upregulates a number of different biologies that contribute to the progression of the tumor and especially in blocking the immune system from an effective anti-tumor response. And this seems to be an ancient biology that the embryo uses when it implants into the uterus. It's hypoxic and will trigger a number of pathways that block the mother's immune system. And it seems that tumors co-opt this fundamental human biology to survive. And I think what makes us unique is that we are, to our knowledge, the only product or company focused on specifically engineering therapeutics that deliver oxygen very deep into the tumor microenvironment. It's a very difficult physical barrier to overcome, and this is what we've been focused on solving. Typically, in a tumor environment where there's very poor organization of blood vessels, you have regions that are poorly perfused or are tumor regions that are far from active blood vessels. It could be 100 or 200 or more microns away from a capillary, and oxygen just doesn't diffuse that far. So it's an inherent feature of tumors that oxygen stops at about 80 microns from a blood vessel and is all used up, and by the time you get 100 microns plus, you have very low levels of oxygen. And this is really what we think of as the tumor microenvironment. It's the part of the tumor that is aggressive, resists treatment, and is just fundamentally hypoxic. And there really hasn't been anything available to address that situation to overcome hypoxia. And what we're finding, which is, I think, really unique, is once you reverse hypoxia and start to deliver oxygen into these areas, the entire tumor changes its behavior, and the suppressive microenvironment really becomes more normalized, and normal biology starts to take over. You see an infiltration of lymphocytes and a correction of the immunosuppressive situation into a more immunopermissive environment, and that seems to enable conventional therapies or checkpoint inhibitors, or even we see single-agent efficacy by restoring normal oxygen to these, to these areas of the tumors. Most other agents are targeting some aspect downstream from hypoxia. So most therapeutic modalities are focused on specific pathways downstream of hypoxia, like specific aspects of the adenosine pathway, specific aspects of the regulatory T-cell pathway, and other mechanisms of immunosuppression that are downstream of hypoxia. But in our view, targeting one aspect with one drug really is not going to be sufficient to overcome the entire sort of reprogramming of immunosuppression. The complex biology that's involved really won't be affected by a single agent. So what we're excited about is by targeting something so fundamental and so upstream that we can affect multiple pathways at once, which really distinguishes our approach from the targeted therapies that are currently in the clinic. And what are some of the biggest challenges that researchers in the tumor microenvironment space are facing, and how do you think we can overcome them? I think the biggest challenge in curing patients of their tumors is understanding within a particular patient what aspects of the microenvironment are driving the immunosuppression. And within a patient that has multiple tumors, there may be different pathways that are dominant. 
So even if hypoxia is central to immunosuppression, there may be different aspects of hypoxia and different mechanisms by which the hypoxic microenvironment is suppressing an effective anti-tumor response. For instance, in certain tumors, hypoxia may recruit and support the function of monocyte-derived suppressor cells, or MDSCs, and you see that certain targets like VISTA are upregulated on these cells and seem to govern non-responsiveness to checkpoint inhibitors. In other patients, MDSCs may not be so prominent, but there may be an upregulation of factors that limit the presentation of neoantigens. So hypoxia is known to suppress MHC class 2 function and limit the presentation of new antigens. So this may be dominant. And you may not generate a very good T-cell repertoire. In other patients or other tumors, there may be a particular upregulation of or recruitment of regulatory T-cells that suppress infiltrating T-cells. In other tumors, there may be a dominant aspect of the adenosine pathway, which has multiple redundancies to suppress T-cell activation. And another tumor types, which is, I think, where checkpoint inhibitors are effective, is that hypoxia directly upregulates PD-L1 on tumor cells. Now, obviously, in those settings where that's a dominant driver of immunosuppression, you can block that particular interaction to overcome suppression and get productive anti-tumor responses that affect the whole tumor and lead to long-term patient responses. So the major challenge in targeting the microenvironment is understanding in which patients, which pathways are dominant. And I think what we're excited about is that because hypoxia can drive so many different pathways, if we affect hypoxia with oxygen, you have a good chance in a patient, especially with a patient with multiple tumors, to affect a broad change in immunosuppression, affecting different drivers in different situations to enable better outcomes. So for any targeted agent, it's going to be challenging to affect all the tumors in a patient given the multiple ways that tumors can suppress the immune system. So we're hoping that our particular approach will work in the most number of tumors, but we still face the same challenge, which is understanding that those pathways really are upregulated in patient tumors and there aren't other mechanisms of resistance that we're not able to target. And those, for instance, are a totally cold tumor where there really are limited, if any, mutational burden, no T cells that are capable of mounting a response, and maybe the tumor cells themselves have mutated to the point where they aren't able to sustain an anti tumor T-cell response, so the pathways that typically blow up a tumor cell in response to T-cells are in some way dysfunctional and allow the tumors to escape. So in those situations, our approach or a microenvironmental approach won't work. Problem number one is understanding the particular patient's disease and being able to know which patients to treat. And then the second one is because it's such an intense area of interest is recruiting enough patients to your trial with the appropriate selection criteria, so being able to monitor patients and profile tumor responses. There's a strong competition for patients, and so having enough patients enrolled in your trial to really be able to answer the questions that you're asking is another key challenge. And what factors do you think will have the biggest impact on continuing to move immunotherapies into the clinic? I think that in terms of driving excitement, the continued expansion of the number of patient types that are approved for immune checkpoint inhibitors is exciting. I think the advent of the approval of cellular therapies for the treatment of cancer, so the CAR-T approval, really is a totally different modality for addressing tumor progression through an immunotherapy approach. There are so many different trials and approaches ongoing which are likely to yield positive outcomes. So if you think about what's been approved at the moment, it's the end-stage process where the T-cell is engaged in the tumor cell. That's the modality that's working. And then on the very other end of the spectrum, introducing T-cells specific for tumor antigens, that's not working. And everything in between in terms of overcoming 
the lack of neoantigens or the lack of T-cell expansion to the trafficking of T-cells into the tumors to overcoming suppression of those T-cells to allow them to work effectively. All that in-between biology um, obviously is being worked on through all sorts of approaches. I think there's generally excitement that preclinical data are, in some cases, translating into humans, into patient trials. Obviously, the CAR-T data transfers and the checkpoint inhibitor data transfers. So the more you see translatability from preclinical models to patients and the more you see this totally different kinds of approaches working, it's going to continue to drive interest in this approach. I also think just from public health perspective, it's intuitive that we should be able to cure our own tumors without our immune systems if we can just get help in different ways. And so I think there's, rather than poisoning the entire body to kill the tumor, the idea of triggering the immune system or helping the immune system really makes a lot of sense. And I think will drive even public policy and health and health system support for this kind of approach, which is why I think you see so much activity in terms of total country support for these kinds of approaches in curing cancer. And finally, what is the main focus of your presentation at targeting the tumor microenvironment, and what are you looking forward to most at that meeting? Our presentation will focus on how the literature to date characterizes hypoxia as a fundamental feature of immunosuppression, illuminating who in the field have done the work to this point. The second part of our presentation is describing how we believe we have solved the hypoxia problem in tumors by developing a completely novel technology that specifically draws oxygen into the tumor microenvironment. The third point is to share our data so far in preclinical models as well as in dog patients with spontaneous tumors to show that this approach really is working, that we can draw oxygen into the tumor and the oxygen will reverse the immunosuppressive biology and we see some remarkable results in the mice and also in dogs. And there's nothing like getting together with dedicated professionals who are trying to cure cancer using novel means and sharing our work and learning from others that are focused on the tumor microenvironment is a very exciting prospect in terms of attending this really cool conference. Dr. Carey, thank you for your time and your insights today. It's been totally my pleasure. Thanks, Caitlin. That was Stephen Carey, CEO and co-founder of Omniox. He'll be speaking at the Targeting the Tumor Microenvironment Conference, a part of the upcoming Immunotherapy Progress and Clinical Treatments, which runs December 5th through the 7th, 2017 in San Diego, California. If you'd like to hear him in person, go to www.impactaminotherapy.com for registration information and enter the key code PODCAST. I'm Caitlin Waters. Thank you for listening.